everyone. Welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe, the podcast that exists to prove people wrong when they say sequels are better than the originals. And guess what, folks? We are finishing our uh, uh, Maximum Teenage Angst Overdrive series, which yeah. is the Twilight Saga. And what a ride this has been. What a crazy finale. What an... A, I mean, dare I say a batshit finale. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and vampires, so that all makes sense. Not for this franchise, but That's true. I I'm so sorry, but can you say bat guano? Uh, good, good <laughs> thinking. Bat guano. Nice. And that is our dear friend, Chloe Lindgren, and she is guesting on this episode today because when we told her we were covering Twilight like a week before we started... There was a glimmer in her eye, just as Edward glimmers in the sun. <laughs> so and true. we thought, we got to have her on. Thanks for having so, me. <laughs> yes, welcome to it. We're still in our nice quarantine, so albeit we're neighbors, you're not with us now. No, we're separate and so safe. Yes. Yes. Um, do you want to maybe get into your relationship to this series, Chloe, a little bit? Yeah, that sounds great. So I started reading the books in like right at the beginning of seventh grade. I have a really distinct memory of reading it during my homeroom class. Nice. And for some reason, it's so clear in my mind. And it was like one of the first books that I would like stay up all night reading. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and I remember there was like a time where I just like I wouldn't stop reading them, and my family was like yeah. kind of worried about me over it because they knew it was like <laughs> kind of like they're darker, they're angsty, and they were like, mm-hmm. "Like, are you okay? Like, should you take a break or go see the sun? <laughs> maybe." Um, so, yeah, it was um, definitely kind of life changing. And rewatching some of the movies, I definitely got back into that headspace. Of oh yes, really? The little moody teen I was. Yeah, it made yeah. me feel weird. I think I, I think I said in the last one. Wait, what was I gonna say? Oh, oh I think I lost my thought. Keep going, because then I'll remember it. Um, but well, yeah. Okay. So that's where I kind of got my love for Twilight, and then I did see the movies. But yeah. I remember when the movies were announced, and my friend and I were really disappointed in the casting. Whoa! Interesting. <laughs> yeah, we thought. Um, we thought Kristen Stewart was too pretty to be Bella because, like, in the book, she's supposed to be, like, this awkward, pretty ugly average, girl. Yeah. yeah. And then we didn't think Robert Pattinson was hot enough <laughs> at the time. <laughs> they also just made his face look weird. I feel like if they oh, didn't yeah. make it look as weird, I'd yeah. be, like, all in at the time. Yeah. yeah. But since they did but all the weird makeup on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just weird. All weird. Yeah. Yeah. All through, I mean... Except for this movie and the last movie, which share production, so this makes sense. He has looked pretty different in every movie. Yeah. It's so wild. Yeah, I'd say he this movie he looks the most unnoticeable, therefore yeah. most right. normal. Mm-hmm. He does out of all of them because I feel like in all the other movies it was just like, oh, that's weird. Or if the movie after that, it's like finally his hair's not as bad. Yeah. He's not yeah. blue anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so were were you like? 
on the edge of your seat going to these movies in theaters, like super into them? Or was it just kind of seeing them out of duty or what? Um, I, I, it was more like a duty. Like we were definitely excited. I think the first one came out like pretty close to my birthday and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm 13. I am going to see this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm so moody and I love a vampire. And so like, we were definitely excited, but kind of cynical in a way, but we really liked them still. Yeah. We, like watched all of them in theaters and whatnot, but we were kind of like the elitist book readers. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, they they, for, they <laughs> forgot that one scene. I'm really pissed about right, it. Like yeah. that kind of a like, thing. Her yeah. hair is not the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So I'm going to jump into production. But before I do, I have a little bit of business about the previous movie. That I did not cover. Uh-oh. So I was texting, we were texting Lauren trying to sync up watching Breaking Dawn Part 2, and so I just looked up Twilight, and I saw this gif of um, uh, Kristen Stewart with her arm around the, like, pregnant Kristen Stewart saying, Ugh. I always wanted to hang out with myself. But, like, the emaciated Wait, what? One. Did you like the, yeah. like, the dead-looking one? Yeah. Yeah, the pregnant, oh, like so skinny, really scary looking oh, that one. One's ter- and it's so terrifying. I went on and started looking up YouTube videos. And so for the pregnancy sequence, they did, they made a full doll, like no a life size doll. Wow. That's for, impressive. And like, so that scene where he's giving her CPR, that's not her. Whoa. That's the doll, so that he can actually like do yeah. real CPR without breaking <gasps> her ribs and stuff. Good for them. <laughs> That's, that's great. That's, that's pretty thing cool. About yeah, Twilight, maybe <laughs> <laughs> some like they, classic hard. effects. Yeah, yeah, and they, they did this um, that that shot where she comes back to life. It's mm-hmm. like it's c- kind of cool because they they film it the one way where it's the doll. Yeah, and then wow. they film it the other way with her, and then they morph the two shots together. So wow. it's nice. like, yeah, which is very cool. I, I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. But we're we're definitely going to be talking about special effects here very oh, very yes, soon. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler so, alert with the baby, I guess. <laughs> I know, seriously. Oh my gosh. It it was it was unbelievable. I truly have not seen anything like it's it. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. <laughs> there are beautiful children in the world. I don't know why they need to do what they did. And I remember watching it at at the time it came out and being like, this looks bad. Yeah. This is off. Yeah, it's and not it's like, gonna age well. We were talking about it when we were watching, like, do you know how easy it is to find children and to age them up or down because mm-hmm. they're children? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you could just get, a, we talked about, like, have her give birth and the baby is already, like, as big as a nine-month-old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just easy. Have it, That's easy. Because we already baby. know that it, yeah, because we know that it, the baby's, like, aware and, like, mature maturing mm-hmm. at a fast rate so we don't we don't need the effects yeah for it. It was, well it was too I'll much put we'll put a small pin on that because i got a lot of i i watched uh, like a good old fashioned like 25 minute documentary on how they did all that oh i'm excited oh, so i'm ready to talk about that but i want to get into the usual you know get people back in so uh podcast listeners if you listen to our harry potter series you'll remember that when we got to part two, I was, I basically said all the same thing, all the same people were involved as part one because it's a split production. So they film the whole movie and then they just release them separately and they work on the second half while the other one's being released, all the special effects and editing and reshoots. 
So this one is no different. It's directed by Bill Condon, produced by Wick Godfrey, Karen Rosenfeld, and Stephanie Meyer, screenplay by Melissa Rosenberg, music by Carter Burwell. Do you want a side note about the music, Jordan? It's awful. And it that doesn't stop for one second the whole movie. It's the same same oh, same guy, same composer. Yeah, because yeah. wow. in the last movie I made that comment too. It was just like I don't think the the music stopped for a Mm-mm. second. Yeah, because even when it's not the soundtrack, it's a or not the well, it, it's just like a contemporary song of a band. Yeah, and then when it, that's yeah. done, it's back to the soundtrack. I can't believe the guy is still mowing. So, listener, we're gonna power through. If you hear <laughs> mowing, this guy has been mowing. For so long. It's crazy. No. And what he does, I already explained this to you, Chloe, but but I just want the listener to know. He'll do one strip of the lawn outside of our apartment. He'll empty the bucket. Then he'll drive back and do the other strip and empty it. So it takes him, I mean, he's been doing it for Maybe a half hour. Maybe he's just trying to make more money, you know? I guess. It's 530. <laughs> he should hourly. be off the clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Early mowing. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, cinematography, Guillermo Navarro again, and it's produced by Temple Hill Entertainment, Sunswept Entertainment, and distributed by Summit. So, all the same things there. Now we're going to get into the differences. Uh, movie comes out November 11, uh, November 16th, 2012. Um, the budget, $136.2 million. It makes... $292,324,737 domestically. And then worldwide, the movie makes $829,746,829. Wow. A huge success. Yeah. But what's wow. crazy <laughs> is, and I'm going to open up the floor to this, okay? We'll play a tiny bit of a game here. This was the sixth highest grossing film of 2012. Do either of you have any guesses at things that were higher? I mean, I don't... What what else came out in 2012? I mean, Harry Potter? That was 2011. Yeah, I don't really remember what yeah, else came I don't out remember. in 2012. I'm not really good at that. Okay, that's stuff. fine. That's, that's fine. That's hard. I just thought maybe if you guys had any I'm thoughts. I'm not Griffin, Micah, so you won't move <laughs> ahead. <laughs> so the number one movie of 2012 was Avengers. Okay. The very first one. okay. Then number two was Skyfall. Oh. Number three was Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. Number four was a series we will cover eventually, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. What a crazy year of movies. I know. But this one... For franchise. I thought this was shocking. Another another franchise. I think the third or maybe the fourth, Ice Age Continental Drift got fifth. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, I have so only seen odd. the first one, and I loved it. So I hope the other ones are good. Yeah, very weird. Yeah, Ray um, Romano's in it. So that's right. Yeah. Is he the sloth? <laughs> no, he. No, he's the, he's the woolly the, mammoth. Yeah, oh, the mammoth. Who's the sloth? The, yeah, who is oh, the sloth? sloth? Is it like this? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not is Ray it Buscemi? I don't know. Okay, wh- <laughs> while you are looking that up, though. Well, actually, what is oh John Leguizamo? John he's Leguizamo, in like a ton of TV shows. Oh, that guy. He's in um. He's the guy who fixes John Wick's car. Yeah, the John Wick movies. <laughs> he's also in Moulin Rouge, Romeo Plus Juliet. Wow. He's in like everything. Wow, okay. he's, he's in a lot of. Yeah, stuff. he's in he's in everything. Um, so fear not, fans of Twilight. As of 2017. Lionsgate CEO John Fulheimer 
mentioned that he's interested in continuing and doing future stories. Huh? No. As 2017? of 2017. Now, I don't know if that'll come to fruition, but they did mention maybe putting together like a writer's room sort of thing and exploring the universe further. What universe? I know. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> no, that, that well, is pretty and, shocking, though. Well, and that's that's like the thing that I think we've r- run up against. Besides the source material being so poor, mm-hmm. uh, this just is not a fleshed out universe. I can't imagine... Like, Harry Potter, even though we don't like the Fantastic Beast movies, it makes a lot of sense to go, okay, I mean, it's a pretty fleshed-out universe. Mm-hmm. You can explore a lot. I would argue right. Harry Potter, because of Fantastic Beasts, over-explains things, and Twilight yeah. under-explains things, because I feel like her writing is just setting up all these things as if it's like, oh, when I write myself into a corner, I can go back to that thing that I didn't complete. That's mm-hmm. how it feels. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Um, so... Now, I'm going to read a quote from Roger Ebert. He said, I've now seen something like 10 hours about these vampires as they progress through (laughs) immortality, and I'd rather see either version of Nosferatu that many times. I must admit, if you're going to bring the series to a close, part two does it about as well as it can be done. It must be hard for Summit Entertainment to drop the final curtain on a series that is gross billions, but it bit the bullet, and I imagine fans will be pleased. That is a very respectful review. Wow, that really of is. Of a bad franchise. <laughs> and you know what I gotta say? As far as I can tell, well, I maybe I should save the whole thoughts and opinions sure. of the series yeah. at the end. Yeah. So let's talk about Wait, the oh, what? actors. No, this is still oh, um, yeah, okay. I just had to switch notes because of oh. how I organize it. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Oh. Renezme. Oh yeah. <laughs> First of all, the name. I even even reading Bad. it as like a young teen, I was like, "Oh, this name's weird. That's stupid." Yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, I probably when I read it the first time, I was like, "Oh, that's very sweet." Like she's honoring both her mom and Esme, and then it's like, "Oh, who cares? That's yeah. just bad. It's just a bad name." Do you think she just couldn't Wait, come Esme? up with a better name? Yeah, uh, Carlisle's. Uh, Person, oh. wife i don't know yeah. if they're actually married but you know dark uh, okay i'm sure that stephanie wrote them as married yeah probably yeah. One. <laughs> this whole series is about you know wait until you're married and yeah. those so people are, are getting it on whenever they can we all know it those people are um the, their entire anytime that they're on screen together and share an affectionate moment which is literally every time they're on screen together mm-hmm. i feel like they are out of a magazine like yeah. a home oh, goods yeah. magazine yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's weird it's just not it's just not natural i don't believe it no way yeah well neither are vampires jordan <laughs> good point <laughs> okay okay jeez um okay so bill condon the director right off the bat was like okay we got to make some decisions i don't think we should do multiple actors for for the that guy the made series. the decision he made the decision like okay. right off the bat i don't want to do it i want to be able to see this actor from the baby up till she is her actor like the actual sounds like you're being lazy well no because this is no, way I'm more kidding. work <laughs> truly yeah um so then they hired lola visual effects who did the Captain America visual yeah. effects, like the shrinking effects. Um, Captain America? Yeah, remember the first Captain America, how he's really oh, small? Oh, I thought of Ant-Man when you said shrinking. Oh, no, no. Anyway, yeah. They did that, and they did the Benjamin Button effects and the social network effects. Uh, 
So they're they're good. So right off the bat, I I just want to say that I have when we are criticizing these um the the CG in this movie, I'm not who knows how much time they had to do this and like this is a right. pretty hard task. But I just want to criticize the p- fact that it was done at all. Cuz it doesn't make a lot of sense that I it remember was. so I was reading an article about 1917 and all of mm-hmm. the production of that movie and the FX guy. So they, I know I've told you this, but they, um, had to create like f- new f- types of flares because that have never been done before yeah. to get a certain effect. Oh wow. And I remember his, there was a quote of him saying like, in my job, it, it's really a milestone. If you get to do something that's never been done before. Like he's like, I consider that like crowning achievement as an FX artist is to, to do something that no one else has done. Yeah. And when I, we're talking about this baby as all I think about is them doing these effects <laughs> that no one ever has ever done before. And it's like, sure. Like you can get props for that, like for trying something new, but at what point early on, mind you, was it just kind of like, this looks off, but we're going to push through it anyway, because we're, we're a tunnel vision now. Yeah. Is it just for the sake of doing that's something how it new? feels. Yeah. It does yeah. feel that way. And and it just feels like a misguided attempt at trying to portray this weird character. Yeah. That w- mm-hmm. that yeah. that as a non-book reader, I it it confuses me. Oh yeah. If you've read the books, maybe you're like, "Oh, I get it. She has awareness and that's why her eyes can move around and stuff when she's a little baby and stuff." But to me, I'm just confused by it and I don't understand. Yeah. I just don't know why you couldn't portray that with a normal happy baby. Yeah, because if you do that, less people are distracted than if you CGI it and people are ripped out of the exactly. moment. Yeah. Because any any exactly. moment, anytime you do something that rips the, the person out of that, um, what is that called? The... Uh, like the Uncanny Valley? No, man, I really am just forgetting everything today. Um, but... Oh, the... Um, oh my gosh, what is that called? <laughs> the 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 basically when you're ripped out of the moment and you remember that you're watching a movie the filmmakers have mm-hmm. done a bad job like anytime right, that happens because right, right, right. you should watch a movie and not think about watching a movie yeah mm-hmm. but there's a phrase for that apparently yeah. i didn't get enough sleep because i'm like so <laughs> off the ball okay but okay so that's the team he makes the decision and how they did this so it's wild they they had all these reference photos of Mackenzie Foy yeah. from like when she was a baby and on. So yeah. they were able to kind of match those up. And then they would have, um, for example, in the beginning when they have the baby on set, these are things you just never think about, but you can't shoot a baby for 12 hours a day. Yeah. Right. So they would, they had like, they'd shoot a baby for a few shots and then they put it down. That baby's done for the day. Then they grab another one and they, oh. they're like doing that to get through the scenes. So, that's really crazy. How many times, how long do they need a baby for? I mean, I feel like there's not that many shots. I know that they show the baby a lot. I know yeah. that. But it doesn't feel like 12-hour days they're showing the, like, yeah, that they're showing the baby that much. Well, I don't think we're, we're talking about that. That was just the expression that okay. the guy used okay, in the I video I was sure. watching. But, but you know, you got to think, like, if they're trying to set everything up and if someone messes up a line and it's a little right. baby, yeah. you know, like, how, yeah. do you, how do you do that? So um, they had multiple babies. And then what they would do is they would then take like the baby CG face that she has that they had reconstructed and then they would place it on the baby and cover up the baby's 
normal face. Okay. I mean, that's clear. It's clear that they did that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Extremely yeah, clear. It's, <laughs> it's very weird because the baby has, I don't know if you'll agree with this or not, Chloe, but it, the baby has kind of like a flat look to it. Yes. Yes. I was just about, like, yeah. It, it looks like it's a picture that they pasted on a little exactly. bit. Exactly. It doesn't have like any depth. And that's exactly what you said is they pasted a face on the baby. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like what they did. <laughs> yeah, which is they not done like okay. oh, some, a little bit of shadows or some yeah. contouring. I don't know. But that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a mask. It's like they didn't <laughs> account for the, the actual physical baby that they were using. They didn't account that it moves. <laughs> yeah. So like when they put the face on it, they didn't like move the face with the, the tiny little movements of the head. Right. There was no like yeah. micro. Yeah. Expression. There was no motion capture on that baby. <laughs> no. well, the the other weird thing is is um so I I one of the one of the videos that I was seeing they showed like ha, like like the effect progressing so you see like the original baby yeah. turning into the what yeah. the baby is oh, but they, they put kind of I think one of the big ones for me when I saw them put it all together is the amount of hair on the baby I think really throws it off and yeah. I know that it's supposed to look older. <laughs> But there's this weird kind of shimmering effect around it, like this halo effect, and there's just this like clump of hair that doesn't look well, like it's connected it to the baby. Well, they're giving it an unnatural hairline because remember when she's a little bit older, <laughs> yeah. it's Mackenzie Foy, but she's still they're still CGIing her face because mm-hmm. she's not quite as big yet. Well, which that one doesn't make sense. To I me, got but, stuff on that. But too. we were you said that her forehead was like half an inch too big. Yeah, and oh, then you totally. see it in her hairline is just like yeah. a black line. And that reminds me of, I think it was Eclipse with Bella's hair was so bad. Like the, whoever was the makeup person, I'm sorry, you did not do a good job <laughs> because it, her, it looked like she was wearing a wig the whole movie. And I know she wasn't, but it was like they were filling, they, they definitely dyed her hair and it was not a good job because mm-hmm. her hair was completely filled in up to the, her hairline. And then if you like look at a person, it's, it doesn't look like that. Like, there's, it's just not a line that right. you drew with a marker. That's yeah. what it looks like. That's like and a I bad think with the Yeah, that's what it looks yeah. like. And I think that's with the, the baby. Obviously, I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch the video. But I feel like today with stuff like that, watching Thanos FX stuff that they did with him. Yeah. Like, they had to, to put in the stubble of his face that you hardly even see, but it's there. Mm. So, for them, it's like they should need to put in each strand of hair. And they didn't well, do and, it. And part of what they what they have learned, which maybe part of maybe they learned some of this from Twilight, is like if you have just a flat like um, surface without a lot of texture, yeah. even if that is how it actually looks, because it's CG, our minds just don't yeah. track it. Yeah. So right. like with Thanos, they put a little bit of stubble. You don't even notice it in the movie, but, but when, it makes it look like a real face. It's very yeah. and you really like in a way shouldn't notice that if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, that. Sorry, I'll just go off forever. But yeah. <laughs> so now I'm going to tell you about how they did the toddler. Okay. And it's very similar. So they would have other like not the toddler, but like the four year old, yeah, you know, version. Well, so, hold on. This is what they would needed to do from the beginning. With her, with that, once they got to that point, Mackenzie Foy has the really long hair. Yeah, that's fine because having longer hair, I think, makes her look younger. And then when they're ready for her to be the age that she actually is in the movie, short hair. Sure. That just to, I don't know I don't to me that's like a simple, uh, mature physical thing. Exactly. But yeah, but I, didn't it look yeah. like her hair was like 
Like they had extra extensions in it. Too. Yeah, it was really thick. Oh, see, like, uh, like, like a Way kid does not have thick. hair like that. Uh-uh, well, that no, was no, no, probably because no. she grows so quickly. I mean, you guys don't get Twilight like oh, I do. Like you can make it look like she is. I think it was like also just probably to make it look like she was like extra beautiful. Like oh, probably she has beautiful hair and da 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 da. But like, they didn't have to go that hard. <laughs> no like the hair or the baby no. or the child or any of it <laughs> i know seriously so when she's a little four-year-old i just this is crazy to me because you could also just if, if you're into the special effects just like shorten her legs and then it won't look as sure. weird or something mm-hmm. like that they they did it with captain america they can do it with her and this is years later it yeah. would look fine but like the scene where she's at the piano so they would have other actresses play her on set and do the whole thing. And then she would go into a light box, a light room and sit there with her head, just like kind of up on a little, like leaning back on a little, um, head holder thing. And she has like the motion capture stuff and they set up the lights, not the motion capture, but they set up all the lights and her hair is pinned back. And then she does all the lines and stuff. And then they place that face on Hmm. the other actor. That's so well, creepy. Yeah. I know. It's weird. It they is... must have used too much light <laughs> in those moments. Well, and, and you got to think, like, this is the same team that did Social Network. So they're they're probably like, we can do this. We did the um, Winklevoss twins. Yeah. Um, in the Facebook. In the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> but they're that's essentially what they're doing. They're just taking Army Hammer's face and putting it on another uh, actor course Mm -hmm. he did act both parts so that probably helps too but i don't know something about like a kid doing it think about that movie though doesn't make sense if we're just in terms of color uh correction or color grading david fincher's movies across the board yeah are typically very contrast heavy and darker yeah and once you provide like darker colors and hues um i think you can get away with a lot of that stuff a little bit easier Mm -hmm. um but in this movie, everything is like, it looks like a TV movie. So everything is like too lit and it all looks so fake. Sure. So I think right, because yep. everything looks fake, she looks extra fake. Yeah. Case closed. Case closed. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> all right. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, now it's time to get into the nitty gritty. Oh, no, 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 it's not. Oh, my gosh. We have actors. Are you almost done yet? Oh, no, no, no. I thought we were jumping to the story. Okay, so I'm just going to go with two. I'm going to start with Rami Malek. Um, he is one of the... I forget his name, but... Oh, I can look. I'm right here. Is it like Benjamin? Benjamin. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so he's very a, normie. Yes, and he's Egyptian, but his <laughs> yeah, name's what? Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's a little stuff. bit of a bummer. I mean, um, I guess I suppose that... Um, I mean, Benjamin is like an old biblical name, so... Yeah. Like, you could make that argument, but why can't his name be crazy? You, you would almost think that it would be like, isn't Islam uh, like a big thing mm-hmm. in Egypt right now? Like you think it would be something. I mean, I'm it doesn't mean sure. that he's Islamic, but I just mean cultural yeah. stuff. Yeah, right. But maybe it is like his, co- his I mean, it is companion for sure, but vampires, yeah, they had like anyway, cool Egyptian names. We don't need to get stuck yeah, on Yeah, I mean, Robbie's <laughs> a cool name. Just use his <laughs> name. <laughs> um, okay, so... He is uh, an Oscar winner. We have an Oscar award-winning actor in these movies, believe it or not. Thanks for the claps. Uh, he, is, he played Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody, and I would argue the most controversial o- w- winning Oscar 
of best actor ever. Oh yeah. It's yeah. it's such a horrible performance. It's crazy. Yeah, it it but yeah, so I I don't want to get too much into that cuz that could be a whole rant. Apparently he is also an Emmy award winner for Mr. Robot, which I didn't sense. know. Yeah. And I have never heard bad things about that show. No, I, I think I've heard either. it's pretty cool. Um he's also in The Master he is in Doolittle, just like everyone else in Hollywood. Wait, he's in the... Ma- <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like one of his sons, right? I think so. Wow. Oh, I don't know if he's like an actual son. Yeah. But he's in it. The cold. Um, he's also in BoJack. He plays Flip McVicker. Um, Did you know that, Chloe? I didn't know. Which one's Flip? F- Flip is the guy who's directing the show that BoJack is on. The, like, oh, detective okay. show. Yep, the, like, yep. weird writer dude. Okay, I think I'll just quit on him. Whoa, he's in Short Term 12. Whoa. I didn't know that. That movie, everybody in that movie got really famous. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> um, Mackenzie Foy plays Renesmee. Um, so she is Murphy in Interstellar. The greatest movie. Oh, yeah. no way. Okay. Yeah. Um, they don't do a weird de-aging thing on her, so she finally looks normal. Right. In that movie. <laughs> she looks like a human. <laughs> She's also in the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. <laughs> the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. <laughs> uh, and she's also in The Conjuring. Oh, oh wow. the first one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's a little spooky. Um, and Have you seen that movie, Chloe? No, I refuse. Oh, it's pretty scary. <laughs> no, I refuse. Nice answer. <laughs> but you've seen Hereditary and Midsommar. I think you can handle yeah, this you can one. Handle it. I don't know. It's like I can do like artsy, scary movies. I don't. I don't know. Oh, this one is. It is your typical jump scare, right? Type. That's that's what well, I don't get down with. It, this yeah. movie is pretty scary, Micah. No, no. I was gonna say it. It is a typical jump scare, but I think saying that reduces the movie because I think oh, it no, is a really a, good movie. It's a genuinely good horror movie. I'm just saying if you're going to compare it to Hereditary, yeah, it's way different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like it's like the best way you can do like a jump scare movie. Yeah, for sure. Know? And that's James Wan. That is James Wan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It freaked me. I, I get anytime demons are involved, I get yeah. I get to feeling oh, weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, no that. And when she's yeah, like spinning around on the floor or on the in that chair, that's like that's tough. It's like the scariest thing to me. Apparently, when I was Ew. in Rhode Island, I was driving around with a friend, and he pointed out a house, and he was like, "That's the house in The Conjuring. Like that's the actual house. <gasps> no, where Whoa. it apparently happened. Whoa, I don't know that if that's true, but <laughs> yeah. But he's like, "That's it." Ugh. There, I've heard some weird things from new england people about new england stuff. has some weird stuff yeah, yeah. like i would never tell you that amanda so amanda was one of my roommates in college and her dad is a carpenter and so he was working on a house one time and she went there to like visit him and she was walking around that this house trying to find him and she like saw or like heard footsteps up upstairs and was and looked up the stairs and saw a man and <gasps> then she went and found her dad and she was like oh who's here working with you no. and he was like it's just me i'm alone what no you yeah <laughs> and that was in new hampshire's um yeah some creepy stuff it. happens I up there <laughs> that wasn't the house we stayed at or was it no no no. this was like a house he was working on oh, like okay. a different house okay have you had any experience like that chloe um i there's been some like creepy stuff that happened at my parents house but i don't know like i remember one time i was in the bathroom and we have like a back door that goes to like 
this like mud room, I guess you could call it. And there's like a couple of steps that come up. And I heard like really heavy boots go up the steps. And I thought it was my dad because our shop's like out back. So he'll, you know, come in and out. Yeah. And I like came out, but my dad was like in his PJs on the couch. And I was like, you, were you just outside? And he's like, no. So that was creepy. And also like, also, I don't know. It's weird because like I grew up out in the woods. So a lot of stuff could just be like animals or whatever. Right. That's true. I would like wake up a lot because I've had like this big window that's kind of facing the back of our property. And I would like wake up to stuff like in my window sometimes. Yeah. Like I remember this one time because I had a cat and she was like growling at something outside. Ooh. And I don't, I, and something was growling back at her and it like looked like a cat, but like we would never see straight cats. And I know no. what raccoons sound like when they're fighting. Cause I've had raccoons fight outside my window, but just like <laughs> yeah. weird stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I grew up in the woods too. And it would just be in bed, lay, like laying in bed at night and just like mm-hmm. hearing everything and uh, just convincing myself that I was hearing someone walking. Cause it was like crunching oh, yeah. leaves oh, yeah. when it was oh, yeah. probably like a raccoon or something, but For just sure. convincing myself it was a person the yeah. first time i heard coyotes yipping when i was growing <laughs> up i was terrified because yeah. i truly thought and i was young enough that i was like oh my gosh there's teenagers outside my window teenagers laughing laughing at you just laughing just like like out in the field yeah. like close enough by that i could hear them and oh my gosh and then there was another time that i just heard a huge thump on the roof and I not was good. That's not good. I was so scared. But my dad was like, Prumpus. he he was pretty convinced that it was um, like an owl or something like that yeah. that just landed very hard. But all those things are just odd. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But there Have was. Have you guys this... ever heard a fox scream? No. A, a what? I don't. A fox it, scream. Oh no. It sounds like a like a woman like being murdered. And oh. there was one behind our house and I didn't know what it sounded like at first. And it would just, it would just would scream. And I was probably like 16 and, you know, wasn't as scared of weird shit anymore, stuff anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I like woke up my parents cause it scared me so bad. But then we found out it was a fox and it was the most terrifying sound. It's just totally looking this up after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, there was this other time that this guy kept coming to my window and he would turn into a werewolf and he was Jacob and he oh was God. creepy to me. Wow. Wait but a he was like kind of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in love with a baby. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I know we have, are you done with actors? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Let's talk about this. <laughs> let's just dive in. Because, okay, this series is very problematic and does not hold up into even, I mean, it's only 10 years old, a couple of the movies. And sends a terrible message to young girls. Very, very bad. it messed up my expectations of relationships for multiple years. Yeah. I bet. Like, so bad. And I I would say, because I would say, so in this movie, she becomes a vampire. And and like, I I think that um, Kristen Stewart had more lines than in any of the other movies in this mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. and she was always like oh, like pretty much yelling a lot of the time so yeah, pretty much like aggro yeah so it's like i'm a vampire now and now i have a voice in all of this and it's like that doesn't make sense to me one it was just a bad performance but two it's like the past uh three mo- four movies what are we on 
This the, is the fifth. Yeah. Okay, so the past yeah. four movies, she has been quietly codependent on men. Like, <laughs> like I mean, so like meek. obsessed with it. Yeah. And now she just suddenly like has a voice. It should feel in a way empowering because she's now powerful, but it, it feels uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's yucky. It's just yucky. Yeah. All things bad. Yeah. But let's, so it, we've talked so thoroughly about the problematic nature of her relationship with men in this series yeah. and how weird and gross it is. But let's talk about how this story has a, 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 it's, a, a it's a pedophile storyline. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So he imprints on, so Jacob, the werewolf, imprints on Renesmee. And Mm -hmm. I guess you can't control that or some dumb excuse that's made up late enough to justify this. Right, yeah. And it all feels like male dominance. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 And it's just so crazy because the whole movie, he's trying to be like, no, Bella, it's not like that. Like, I can't control it. But he's not saying like, oh, no, I won't. I'm just her protector. Like, an easy fix is just to say that imprinting is about protecting and not about... um love love right Which, that's like remember in part one that when they did when it happened they were like even brotherly love like they threw that in there yeah and i think it was to make people it was like don't worry guys don't worry we know we know yeah it, it can also be brotherly love and it's like yeah i mean she is gonna grow up though at some yeah. point and then it shows that flash forward which they aged her up yeah which yeah. Is she looked wild awful. but the <laughs> it was kind of cute because the vfx guy was like we really tried to jump forward, you know, seven years in her life to see what she would look like. And um, it's going to be kind of fun in seven years to see if we were either like really right or really wrong. Uh, if it was true, uh, she would be a cartoon character. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they, they, what you mentioned is they had like some sort of body double that was a twig, it seemed. She just had like the <laughs> longest limbs ever. And I think it made it look worse because the face that they pasted onto her, like her face was still a child's face. It was very small. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it was. It was tiny and she still had that crazy hair. Yeah, yeah. It was like it just, still the same texture as Yeah, it looked old. like, it looked less like a body double and more like they just stretched her arms and legs out. Ew. With effects. <laughs> but I just, I just can't get over how weird it is and how that passed the publishers and mm-hmm. it passed for the movie. They, they couldn't have just been like, hey, let's just, call an audible and not have that happen in the movie because it's really gross yeah yeah they could have done it so easily it's and Jacob so could have just weird. moved on yeah you could also delete him from the series and it doesn't affect anything absolutely really. exactly you could delete the volteri from the series and it that's your <laughs> it would fix solve and some i problems love too. that fix but we can yeah. get to that later so okay let's jump into the movie we've talked about the renesme problem very thoroughly <laughs> <laughs> But so now Bella is a vampire. What we've been waiting for the whole time. Yeah, should have happened two movies ago. But she's a vampire now. Mm-hmm. And she has this sequence. And it, wow, I wonder if that the train picked up. Did you hear the train? Did I hear the train? Yeah. yeah. No. Ah, no? bummer. Okay. It was a good honk. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. But, um... So she is like stalking this cougar at one point, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then she smells um, a person, a person who's yeah. free climbing the on the most insane <laughs> rock climb ever in the wettest environment of the United States. <laughs> yeah, right, literally a rainforest. <laughs> yeah. So 
okay, we'll hand it to you, whatever. And then she shows restraint, and all the vampires are, like, so impressed that she was able to restrain herself. Mm-hmm. All of this is insane. It's, it is so <laughs> insane. Even in a series that is, like, famously insane, this is, like, peak insanity. Yeah. And I, the effects, I, I don't just understand how... her jump up the rock, I yes. was oh I can't laughing. understand that it's the fifth and final movie, and they still have not been able to figure out them running and jumping no, and not make can't. it look like they're and like they're standing in front of a green screen and they're like okay just run in place <laughs> yeah they're just on a treadmill yeah that's it but, but and they also, just do like tracers yeah <laughs> <laughs> but their arms like do a weird swing like it's not like they're running fast with their arms their arms are just like casually moving and yep. it doesn't it's so weird it's so bad the second movie i think it was passable because i think they did a lot of like running off screen very quickly mm-hmm. and then coming oh, back that was the, the cool one where he like picked the flowers ahead of her like in the same shots and stuff right i don't remember what, like at the beginning of the movie they're just like wandering around and in the same shot he'd like pop up in another area i and, think like, so grab stuff. also that was cool in part yeah, one remember is a good way to portray it yeah because then and also in the last movie when they like were swimming on that waterfall and he like goes underwater and then comes back up like yeah. several yards ahead of her. It's like, guys, you just now figured it out. And then we're it's watching like, this movie now, and it's like, oh, did you forget that you achieved that in the last movie? Yeah. So I think bad. that was New Moon where they did those. Yeah, but this waterfall one was the last movie. Oh, okay. But New Moon was when it was pretty good. Yeah. Or passable. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so that happens. Then we get the best line in the entire series because. <laughs> Jake, do you know which line I'm going to say? I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't know either. It's, it is the best. I could not believe it. So Jacob is there, and uh, Bella has not seen her child yet. Mm-hmm. And she's really upset that Jacob gets to and that he's imprinted on her. And then he finds out that she nicknamed him her Nessie. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and yeah. she yeah. screams, Nessie? You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster! That was such a bad line. Such a bad delivery. <laughs> that was I know. crazy. It's like, where the heck did that come? That was like yeah. whiplash for me when I heard that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, and, and Grayson watched this out. movie with you, right? Yeah. Because I saw his letterbox review. He wait, gave it he a ever, half star. Had he ever seen one? Was this his first one? I think he only saw Eclipse. Okay. I thought like he saw the first ones. one because he mentioned the baseball scene to me. I'm not sure. He very well could have. But so he's just like, what? But the this heck is his is first time on? watching this one. And he was very, he was mostly playing Animal Crossing, which can't blame him. But no, no. I wish I was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but okay. So then they do that. Um, they're, they, 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 so they, they come up with this adoption cover story. That's also just insane. So dumb. Yeah. How do they explain too? Because they establish that, and then later on, that when she's a baby, and then later on the movie when they go to um her dad's house and she's yeah, for now Christmas. a child. Yeah, it's like, like how do you later? explain that? They didn't yeah. even explain it. And no, I guess all they well, did was Charlie saying, "Oh, yeah. oh you grew a lot." It's exactly. Like, like, a, she grew like six inches. Difference. No, no literally six inches and i'm assuming the only thing i can think of that explains it is like okay so jacob turns into a werewolf in front of him now he knows those exist those exist so he's probably like 
you know what? My daughter's willingly like keeping information from me. So I guess this is just part of it. She grows yeah. a lot. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, his whole like experience in this series is like an alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He hit. I mean, there's like parts where you think, okay, that's how a dad would react. But this quick marriage and then she's gone for months and then he gets shown a werewolf and then the next scene he's like dating one of the werewolves. And yeah. He's dating like the werewolf head leader girl. No, his dad? Yeah. Her yeah, dad? Dating Leah. Yeah. Leah. No, that's a different lady. That's the but lady she- from the, uh, in a, I think, Eclipse that the guy in the wheelchair and him, all three of them were hanging out a lot and that wasn't Leah. Okay, wait. Is Leah the one that uh, Sam imprinted on her? Or is that uh, his fiance? This lady is a different lady. Yeah, I know she. Yeah, she's different, but she she's the one with the scars on her face. Yeah, but then you're talking right. about this other one who's part of Jacob's tribe. Yeah, that is not the same woman who's with Charlie. Right. Right. Oh, okay. But, sorry. But I think she's I just like in on it, right? I in mean, on I just, what? just isn't she in on like the werewolves and stuff? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I have yeah, no I'm idea. I'm pretty sure they they all are. Yeah. Just not just like when they're kids. They, yeah. It's, oh, because is she the mom of that younger one? I think so. Well, actually, I don't. I don't. I don't even. All care. I'm saying is, it's just like crazy <laughs> that he just like accepts this whole thing. Yeah. And whatever. And although I will say there is that speech that the Volteri guy gives at the end, and you realize again, keep in mind, Mormon writer, this movie is about faith. Yeah. Yes. And having faith, so uh, you do think that maybe that's part of his arc is like he just has to learn to accept and have faith about these things. What maybe I'm giving her world. too much yeah. credit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the, so that's a bad illustration of faith. (laughs) That's what you're going (laughs) for. (laughs) Well, and, and the rest of the movie just is, is, I mean, can you, can you tell me what's going Okay. So what's going on is like big, big picture is they have a baby and a woman, another vampire sees her and thinks, Oh my gosh, they turned a child into a vampire. She goes to the Volteri and they're like, we're going to kill that child. Cause that's wrong. And you can't like, that's against the law. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time, most of this movie is them trying to get other vampires on the colon side to, to be like, this is not a child. We turned into a vampire. This is a half vampire, half human. And we need people to like help plead our case. When the Volteri comes. That's what's going on. The whole movie yeah. is leading up to that. Witnesses. Yes. Witnesses to it. Um, and that is obviously like most of the movie. Yeah. So I, and I know that the books like this too, but I think it is a little odd that this is the last movie and we are meeting so many new people. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I know that like it took them this long, even in the books for Bella to even turn into a vampire. I, I know uh, cause you know, she's the protagonist and it's all through her perspective, but I feel like she should have been turned into a vampire a way long time ago because it doesn't even make sense why she wasn't. I don't like believe Edward when he's like, you wouldn't want it, all this stuff. Uh, right. and then do it a long time ago and then introduce all these characters. Cause in this movie, it's just all these people. And it's like, do I need to care about you? I have no idea. Yeah, it's crazy. And, it would and, make more sense if, like, they got married. She turns into a vampire. She's introduced to the big web of vampire family. Yeah. Totally. Not like when, oh, here are hundreds of people that are our best friends around the world, and you have no idea who they are, but they want to protect you and your baby. Right. And it's like and even... And the viewer, it's like, who 
is, yeah. is this? <laughs> and then I think that they get to some, like they, I feel like there were some parts, I think when Edward was like asking everyone to fight with them when I got to that point mm-hmm. and they're like, he, he could take any one of us because of all of their special gifts, like even Benjamin, because he controls the elements and it's like, right. oh, okay. So that's, that he's important. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I've never seen this guy in my life, but <laughs> sure. This like 30 40 minutes of the movie makes a huge like in my like in my estimation screenwriting bad move where they they'll they'll be like, "Okay, here's the Amazonians." And then they describe everything about them. They don't show us, they describe it all. Mm-hmm. So we have all this exposition, and then they'll be like, "Oh, you know the Volteri's doing this, and this is this 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 and this." And then the next scene is, "Oh, here's Bella, she can do a shielding thing. And they're just, they're not showing us the, they are showing them, but it's overdubbed with people talking. Yeah. And it's like 30 minutes of this training montage where you, I'm sitting there and I'm going, what do I need to retain from this? Honestly, this is crazy. The whole training montage crap should have been done in the last movie. And I understand that if they did that, there would be no part two because that's most of this movie yeah uh but that that's just like this you do that the movie before the big end movie oh yeah all of the gathering and Mm -hmm. all of the training and stuff i will say though so bella her special power is like having defense like she Mm -hmm. can create a force field around her and then extends it to other people i'm into it because with throughout the movies no other vampire has been able to have an effect on her. They did set that up pretty good. I think that right. is interesting. Respect on that part. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of feel like she got lucky <laughs> when she figured it out. But I, I think the easy fix, I mean, there's there's a lot of fixes if you redo the entire series and just really yeah. tear apart the plot. But I think an easy thing to do is just s- do not split this into two books, two movies. It could because right. this yeah. second movie is so filler. Yeah. And have the first movie be honeymoon, pregnancy, and then while the pregnancy is happening, the Volteri is like hearing about this, and then they come and they're yeah. at the pregnancy or yeah. something like that, and then they mm-hmm. explain it and they're like, "Okay, you can live. You're fine." Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Having Cleaner, watched it like isolated, like just this, this, just the last movie, besides yeah. you know the first like two I watched earlier, like a couple weeks ago. Right. I was like, this movie is pointless. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's not nothing is happening like literally nothing and even like trying to remember my experience watching it the first time when i was younger like i literally couldn't but i was like this doesn't need to exist i don't think no no because it's all just like what ifs and it just doesn't it, and it's so boring i was like it this really is, this is, is boring. A, such a boring movie with like something that's supposed to be so like crazy and, action and it's the and last one drama. it should be the the big return of the king like end battle like amazing right. epicness stuff and i don't mean like there needs to be a battle but it it looks like it's heading these kinds of ways like kind of checking these boxes yeah yeah mm-hmm. so like you need to have this big epic thing and it should just be like a roller coaster the whole time but they're instead it's just so yeah so anticlimactic really it is yeah so you know a lot of business happens we don't have to talk about all the specifics but let's talk about the thing that this movie does that's actually really cool okay and should I give you the reins? Because you had been kind of hyping this as we did the series. Yeah. So I, uh, so Chloe, he, he's talking about is the part of the movie when everyone is fighting and dying. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know how you felt, but I remember, so when I saw this movie for the first time in, in theaters, I was at the point where I was like done with the series, but it was like out of duty, like just let's just finish the thing at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So I hadn't seen, I haven't read the books in like years at this point. And so the movie's happening and then Alice shows up to the Volterian and is talking to them. And then they, like Carlisle dies. And mm-hmm. I remember sitting there being like, I don't remember that happening in the book. Right, right, right. And then it's like progressing and more and more and more. And like more people start dying. Like I think Jasper dies. Yeah. And like yeah. Edward almost dies. And I'm like, I don't even remember him almost dying. But it, I'm like, I guess it's been that long. And then there was this woman sitting in front of us as this is going on. And she was just like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I think she was like, this doesn't happen. (laughs) I read this last week. (laughs) Yeah. And I just was like, this is so crazy. What are they doing? And then it's a really long scene. And then it goes back to where like, it it was just a vision she had Mm -hmm. or the vision that she was showing him. While it's happening. I, I was like, like when Carlisle died, I went, Oh, that's really surprising. This, and then people kept dying, and I thought, that's, I don't feel like this series built up to this. I'm kind of, I'm pretty surprised. They yeah. pulled the wool over my eyes on this one. I did not see this coming. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, and then it is very anticlimactic. Which it, I love that. They, they like, I'm into it. They had their cake and they ate it too, is yeah. what I said last night, because they give you the, the quote unquote cool battle. And then, but, but for the story, it would make more sense that he, comes to his ways and and maybe learns something the volteri bad guy and i do really like the fact that at the end he goes he sees that vision of his head getting cut off and everything and he goes okay yeah not worth it we're not gonna do it and and you go way to go guy that's cool Mm -hmm. oros or whatever arrow arrow yeah so that part of the movie is cool. I got to give him props for like, and that's kind it of a ballsy a cre- move. Creative uh, risk. On yeah. That one yeah. For sure. So, I know. I mean, what, what did you think when you saw that, Chloe? Uh, just like the battle. Yeah. When, when you first end. saw it, do you remember if you were like, what? Or anything like that? I mean, I was, I don't remember how I was when I first saw it, but watching it, cause I don't remember what happens in the books. Or the movies, because it's been so long. Yeah. And so watching yeah. it, I was like, oh, I don't remember everyone dying. And so, like, yeah, I kind of <laughs> yeah. had that experience, too, of just, like, not knowing what was happening. And I think <laughs> maybe me just trying to remember kind of, like, pulled me out of my viewing experience. Or <laughs> okay. maybe just because it's a Twilight movie. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, whoa, this is kind of weird. And then, so, I think, like, when I found out, it was just, like, the the vision i was like kind of disappointed oh oh the story like didn't get as crazy as i thought it like was you like wanted that you're like cool they're doing something (laughs) right yeah i'm like oh they've been training the whole time yeah yeah Yeah. i know because i I think too because this is such a perfect series and what i mean by that is like hardly anyone dies Mm -hmm. and like happy ending it's all it's all a happy ending and like I I think that watching it at this time, it's like, I think I appreciate it in movies when someone important does die because although it sucks, it's like, okay, you're being serious about this. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it just gives it a certain depth, I think. Yeah. And I think that was always my big complaint with Marvel is there were yeah. no stakes because there are so many of them and like no one mm-hmm. ever dies. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of how I, this one is like, especially like that. 
So it's like, I think the first time when I saw it and Carlisle did die, it was like, wow. Yeah. That's uh, impressive, I have to say. And then you find out he didn't, and it's just like, oh, okay, the typical stuff that I was expecting. Right. I just, I, think, I, I like that. I thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. But go, go ahead, Chloe. Sorry. I just think that, like, for some reason, the image of them just like the Volteri or whatever being like, okay, well, see ya. And then just kind of leaving. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. That was so weird to me. Like they they meet up in this big snowy field. Like tensions are so hot, and then like at the end, it's just like, all right. I think we're, we're <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, I think what's confusing about it is like this is such a typical movie for franchise kinds of stuff. So when mm-hmm. there isn't a huge battle scene, it's like, no, that's you're supposed to do that. It, right. Yeah. Where, why are you walking away? Come back. <laughs> Fight I know. Them. It's like, are you mad about something still? <laughs> right. Or like, aren't you going to try to like get Alice into your party or like do something? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And, and it's it just like, feel, yeah. And it doesn't feel like a series that really take risks, which that's not true because they did with a lot mm-hmm. of it. Right. I mean, it's a <laughs> stupid series and they made a movie out of it. But, um, it doesn't feel like they take risks a lot. Yeah. So when that, I mean, to me, that's a risk that they took and it yeah. was like, Oh, wow. Crazy. <laughs> well, and, and also though, just to say though, I think there is a big difference between like, like, cause I think they're there, especially with Marvel and we talked about this so much in our Marvel series, For hours. but I just, mm-hmm. I think that there became this, this, kind of thought where people are like well it's not good unless somebody dies oh, yeah which is also yeah. like okay you have to ha- have a balance yeah because well, that, when you think what... about like lord of the rings i yeah. think the only person that dies is boromir right and the rest of the fellowship well, that lives elf dies in two towers oh the fellowship no i mean yeah. but the felt like the main group right. only one of them well, dies, no, no, but remember but it feels good when we rewatched marvel uh because th- i went into it like dreading to watch the whole entire franchise again yeah because i was not really into it and my one of my big thing was uh no one ever dies or no stakes and i hate that so i'm gonna hate it as i rewatch these yeah and mm-hmm. as we're rewatching them i ended up liking way more than i thought i did yeah. of the movies and i think because just what you said i think i was fixating on that right and it's like it the the stories for i would say most of them are generally pretty good and airtight yeah. And mm-hmm. they make sense. So like, yeah, it didn't make sense for him to die for that, for a person to die. Well, and it's, it's like the, it's like the interstellar thing where, where some people wink, wink, Evan. No, no, it, <laughs> I totally get it. People, people a lot out. of people don't, don't <laughs> like the ending of the movie because it would make more sense. Like they think it would make more sense if he just floated off into space, you know? Okay. And I get that. That's what I kind of thought the first time I saw it, but I was like convinced not to have that opinion. But the second time I watched it, I was kind of like, but it's okay for him to live. And and, and I feel like right, the story, yeah. the story to me is more, has a little more impact because he gets to move on and like go to the next part in his life. Mm-hmm. Like not, it, just killing someone does not make us something Well, I think the good. whole, his whole character was about moving on because he, I mean, they established that early on in that movie that he didn't want to change or like do anything to, yeah. to like because the, the earth was dying and he kind of seemed like he didn't want to move on from it yeah and even when he was presented with this possibility that we could move on from it of course he accepted it but that's because he's the good guy yeah but the whole time mm-hmm. it kind of felt like he wasn't really ready for it but evan if you're listening i was just teasing you bud we we've <laughs> talked about this and it is so okay that you don't like the ending of the movie that's fine okay i hope i represented you well um <laughs> 
Okay, so that's the movie, and they live happily ever after. Uh, Is yeah. that fair to say? Yeah. Uh, Jacob I mean, has a very young wife, <laughs> pretty much. I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Jordan. I was trying to remember if there was like some kind of weird age thing with Jacob. Like, I feel like, okay, I can't remember either, and I forgot to look it up, but I feel like there was a weird age thing too, where like maybe they age very slowly. I think well, if I also, remember correctly, it was oh. he's going to stay, like once they imprint, he stays the same age until little baby grows up to his age and then they age together because they're not like immortal. I don't oh, know. Brother. But I even that remember like right. reading in the book being like, that sounds like a dumb excuse to have someone yeah. fall in love with a baby. Like, I don't yeah. know. It sounds just very convenient. Well, and like, remember yeah, at the exactly. end. It's like an afterthought. But, yeah. There was like the other person that was like Renesme from like the tribe yeah. in like the Amazon or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he said that he fully aged when he was seven. Yeah. So I think they were kind of, that I think that's also like, see, when she's seven, she'll be of age for Jacob. Oh, right. But then he so, lives like hundreds of years old or whatever. I think so. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Which is a big I no-no hated for me. So at dumb. the very end when Edward and Jacob are together and they're talking and basically it ends with Jacob being like, so I guess I should ca- start calling you dad. And it's like, so it is a pedophile yeah, thing. You. you just admitted yes, it. Exactly. It's oh. so gross. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't okay this world. No. It is yeah. not okay to have Jacob be in love with this baby child, even if it's a weird baby child. Here, here's a, so fresh a out serious the question: Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Uh, oh, Team Edward. Of nice. course. Nice. This is Edward. a team. Honestly, Edward. when I saw the movies, I was like, Taylor Lautner's pretty hot. Maybe I'll be a little bit Team Jacob, but then I like read the other books, and I was like. I just have he to sucks. have that codependent love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to like tell me daily that he couldn't live without me. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's what I need. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. So, folks, we finished the Twilight Saga, but now it is time for what you are all waiting for. We're ranking the movies. From our least favorite to our favorite, Chloe, we'll go, we'll pick on you last so that you can ha- have some time to think. Thank you. Yes, I will go. Yes, Eclipse, Breaking Bottom. Dawn Part Two. Wow. Uh, Twilight. Wow. Uh, Breaking Dawn Part One, New Moon. Mine's very close, but I gotta put Breaking Dawn Part Two as the worst. By- I thought you liked that one. Part two, the one we just watched. Oh, part two. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, by like a long shot for me. Okay. Then Eclipse. Eclipse really bummed me out, man. Yeah, that one was a lot part, more boring. Yeah. But I think it was like, an, like this was not a movie. It was half of a movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, it's just not a good, it's not good. I, I just didn't feel as bummed out with yeah. this one. And then number three, I would do Twilight as well. Then I would do Breaking Dawn Part 1. That would almost be my favorite, except for the pregnant scene is so gross that it kind of hurt a little bit. Mm. And it's half a movie. Mm. (laughs) And then (laughs) the best one's New Moon. Chloe? Yeah, I think think I'm in a similar boat with Micah. So I'm least favorite is Breaking Dawn Part Mm 2. Second least. Honestly, my second least might be Twilight after my most recent watch. Okay. okay. It just because it's so visually unappealing. 
It really is. It's yeah. bad. And and I feel like their acting is just so it's just so shockingly bad. Yeah. Um so yeah, maybe Twilight, then Eclipse, Breaking Dawn Part One, and New Moon. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It, this one was so weird too because Jordan and I were actually, this might surprise you, but we were kind of raving about Kristen Stewart's performance in Breaking Dawn Part One. Uh-huh. Pretty much the whole series. I Pretty much say. the whole I mean, series, except the first movie. Yeah. But um She's do she's like doing her job. She's showing up and doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I, mean, I think she is that character. Yeah. 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 I mean, I th- I think most people's problems with it is like the angst and stuff like that, but that's the mm-hmm. material, not the actress. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can't Therefore, count her for that. Yeah, exactly. But this, uh, it's weird because it's the same, pr- like, they they didn't split up the time that they filmed the movie, as far as I know. So it's weird that in Breaking Dawn 2, I think her performance is pretty bad. Oh, it's so bad. But she's a different person. Yeah, right. she's a vampire I, I just now. don't know if, like, maybe it's just her acting style, or maybe she had a hard time, like, encompassing Bella, and then Bella as a vampire. You That's what, what it I mean? feels it like. It just, like, felt, yeah. like, too forced. It it really it really felt forced. It's just like oh now she has a backbone. All of a sudden, it took a man literally because it broke changing in the her into movie. a different person. Ooh, I just remembered that scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. No, that was yeah. It's just so, weird. It just seems. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, you're good. Um, final thoughts on the series for me. I think as I have said in Harry Potter, the Harry Potter series, they broke it into two parts. I understand. If you want to hear all our opinions, go back and listen to those. But I think it didn't quite totally perfectly work because the second movie doesn't quite work. But it's the first of the two-parters, so I give it extra points. And both those movies are still pretty good. They're my Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay. These two movies should not have been split apart, for sure. Mm-hmm. And should have been edited and just changed some stuff from the book. Yep. Now, my final thoughts on the series as a whole is I kind of think... For what it is, it couldn't be better. Yeah. It's sort of what I think about it. Yeah. I don't think that what it is is a good thing, but I think, like you said, if you were to go book to film adaption this story, I think they nailed it, as far as I can tell, not yeah. having read the books. I don't want to watch this series again or anything, mm-hmm. but that's that's what I think. It's still like a 4 out of 10 series as a total for me, mm-hmm. but yeah. What what about you, Joj? Um, I agree in terms of I think they they made the movies from the book and they did an adequate job. That being said, it's mm-hmm. a pretty bad story. Yeah, and I think it it is very even though it's not that old. If you think about it, it is extremely dated because of now we live in the Me Too world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I would like be. It, it's just like. I don't think teenage girls should hold on to this. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm not saying that no one can consume it, but like, please don't cr- make this like your expectation of everything. No. <laughs> uh, if you find your hands on it. <laughs> um, therefore, I think it's like really terrible because of what like it teaches. Yeah, sure. In a way or what it preaches. Yeah. Uh, think it's pretty bad. And I think that because it's so shockingly terrible it's not going to be forgotten for a really long time mm-hmm. yeah well, well said. chloe do you have any final thoughts on the series before we wrap it up oh woof. well <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It was, I mean, like, it was fun to kind of rewatch them and, like, remember being so into it. Yeah. But, I mean, I will never let my children read these books. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, a, like, a censor-based person. I don't, I'm not into <laughs> censoring, but they will not read this. Just they will not know it exists. <laughs> exactly. Um, as far as the movies, they, you know, they are what they are. And I was kind of, it's kind of funny because I had a dream last night. I think last, last night, night. Okay. about Twilight. It was like a Twilight oh, dream. <laughs> I know. But um, but it was like almost like the story was different. Kind of like a Scott Pilgrim-y like vibe. Oh. And then I thought like if this story was like told in that kind of way, like I don't know, like funny and like adventure-y. Oh, yeah. Actually, like that would be a cool story just like with the components. But it's not. And so it's bad. I know I like I like the idea of well actually I would maybe like a My Hero Academia kind of take on vampires where yeah. it's like teens in high school and there's vampires yeah. and it's like kind of goofy but they're you know like how funny would it be if I well I know they don't age but if there ha- if there was some something about puberty and vampires maybe that could be funny yeah I don't know like an animated show or something not a romance novel yeah yeah not like a a. <laughs> You know, the teen angst overload, the name of that you guys chose was yeah. so perfect. <laughs> that's interesting. That's an interesting dream. I yeah, know. That I sounds woke up and I was like, hey. pretty fun. Yeah. I they were I like a in a getaway car chase or something. And it was like, oh, this is kind of fun. <laughs> I'd watch that. Were you watching it or were you in it or like a third person in it? Like a third um, person I don't, rem- I don't remember. My dreams okay. switch. So I'll be like first person, third person. Like yeah. that kind oh, yeah. of a thing a lot. But um yeah i was like that would have been a way cooler vibe i think yeah well folks um next week we're doing it we're continuing the young adult novels that have two parters and we are taking on the hunger Games series a series (laughs) a series in which i have only seen the first movie and read none of the books so i think i have seen two movies and have not read the books that's gonna be pretty fun and pretty interesting wow have you read the books chloe i you know i tried and i just didn't like them whoa that's an unpopular opinion (laughs) i know i did kind of try to read them like a little bit after the wave though so maybe it was just like you know oh these are popular like that kind of vibe but um i i liked the first movie when i watched it when it came out yeah (laughs) if i remember it (laughs) i think i remember enjoying it but also like I just totally missed all of it. So it was just like, yeah, yeah, I don't really care about anything. Right. I wasn't really invested. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maybe okay. Maybe will be though. Uh, yeah. I guess so. I'm going to be talking about it. <laughs> then, then two more things for me. I guested on a podcast called the Film Rescue Podcast, and we... I I haven't actually recorded it yet, but this is in the future. So if you go back to their podcast and download, we tried to fix the movie It Chapter 2. And (laughs) I'm assuming that it was really fun. I'm very excited to record it because I think It Chapter 1 is really fun and a good movie. And It Chapter 2 is very, very bad. And I have a lot of ideas for fixing it. So go listen to them and check out their podcast and listen to that episode specifically. And then, folks, patreon.com slash Micah McCaw, sign up for that $3 tier if you want to hear what we do in the shadows. Jordan and I are going to be covering it 
after getting this will be our patreon exclusive episode of this month because even though it's not a series we can get we can wash the taste of twilight vampires out of our mouth with a hilarious comedy so get your patreon little as three bucks a month if you want if you want the patreon episodes chloe do you have anything to plug uh no plugs wash your hands wash your <laughs> yes. hands that's good <laughs> well, thanks for having d- me on guys this was really yeah, fun yeah thank you for, yeah you're what what's your handle on stuff we could tell people that um i clo maybe on instagram yeah if you want that's to such a good one pictures of olive and wonderful artwork and yeah oh thank you <laughs> and that leaf um, was crazy loved that yeah or the branch oh thank you yeah that was a little little olive little olive branch oh, yeah <laughs> or so <my> good. Olive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> thank you yeah trying not to procreate so chloe maybe is uh my instagram cool thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next week Hi. as we um what is it that she does i don't remember hunger games next week the symbol <laughs> yeah the symbol <laughs> bye <laughs> Thank you.